What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel coming to you from Midtown Studios in the downtown district of Bakersfield. Let's go. We are here, ready to say yes, goodbye are. to 2020. I am your host, Matt, along with me, my co-host, Daniel, and yes, our sir. good friend yes, of the sir. show, Bart. Most recurring guest. Yes. All of us, yep. Number that's three. number three. We're going to have to get you a robe. Two more episodes and we get you one of them robes with the number five on it and you'll be a part of yeah. the five-time club. Five-time. It's going to be club. great. Five-time, 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 five-time. Say yes to the dress. Say goodbye to 2020. This is the last episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel for 2020. If you're listening, we're going to go ahead and just pray out 2020 together with yeah. gleeful joy. We'll say hello to 2021. And I'll be honest, you know, I 2020 has not been fun. Um, but there have been some things that I think have helped to kind of shape some perspective for a lot of us. Yeah, I think so. And so while it has been one of the more difficult years uh, that, that, that I can remember for not just, uh, not even speaking personally, but I'm just globally, you know, one of the more, more difficult years that we've seen and experienced together as a human race, I, I will say that. I'm sure that a lot of people also, um, through experiencing uh, the 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 hardships, uh, deaths, pain, hurts, all of these things, we've also uh, had people experience uh, perseverance, growth, uh, development, and things of this nature, starting new yeah. endeavors, all of these kinds of things. So it, it has been a tough year, but it has been a, a one that we can now say, deuces, we'll we'll never see you again. I Hello, twenty twenty one. 58, yeah. you know, 11, 59, 57, 58, 59, 60, 60. Right, right. <laughs> Jesus come. Is, this is the one, one, this is the one year that's going to do that. It's going to be a December 32nd. It's not going to be a January 1st. <laughs> nope. December 32nd. <laughs> have you, have you ever gone somewhere um, and, and been like completely overdressed or underdressed? Mm. I'm just I'm, I, I want to ask because like, because I've done that. I've Same. done that. I remember the, I remember the first church service I ever showed up to on a Sunday. Um, I came just because um, I'd never been to church before, and so I just came like in whatever I wore. Like I had like shorts and T-shirt or whatever, and everybody was in suits. And I was like, yeah. oh. And so I went that week and, and spent 15 bucks and went to Goodwill and, and put together a little, I don't know, like 12 different colors of green a uh, suit that I could find like a, it was the hottest tweed jacket in the history of mankind and the itchiest cotton wool fire ant blend of pants that I've ever worn in my life and showed up the next Sunday in, in a suit because I was completely underdressed the first time but like have y'all ever shown up somewhere and been mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it oh. happens man yeah went on a cruise it one happened. time where I told the people I was on the cruise with I am wearing I'm not bringing anything but shorts and t-shirts or or just like a shirt that I can button up with shorts. I'm you not, got the captain's dinner. Um, I, and and <laughs> and they're like, that's fine. That's fine. You do that. They all come out wearing suits. And I'm like, what? Y'all told me I could. I, no. <laughs> Peace. I'm going to go to the buffet. <laughs> sit you by myself and eat nothing but good food at the buffet and not have to wait for a waiter. Yeah. But That's I've also yeah. gone in where you saw the suits I used to wear. Both of y'all did. Uh, oh, yeah, no. I, I had some Steve Harvey suits <laughs> yeah, back in I had the my day. Steve Harvey suits, and I walked up to a church service one time. I was like, I am overdressed. <laughs> Bart had these two. He had two suits in particular that were cold, man. They, they were, one of them was gold. Yeah, my gold suit. One of them was gold, and one of them was electric blue. 
You remember that one? The electric the, the, blue the, one with the gold pinstripe was cold, man. It was so, and it was it had like thirteen buttons on it. <laughs> it was back when long jackets were the thing. Mm. And and I I asked because like you know we 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 have today this episode that we're calling "Say Yes to the Dress," and um I th- I thought about this th- this moment as I was reading Colossians chapter three and verse twelve. It's kind of where it came from because it says, "Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved." Yeah. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And, you know, whenever you go somewhere and you're, like, completely over or underdressed, it's super noticeable. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's a, it's a super noticeable situation, especially to everybody else. I've had somebody come up to me one time. I was wearing fashionably ripped jeans on a Sunday morning, um, leading worship. And uh, I had somebody come up to me and say, uh, "Hey, Matt, do you uh, do you need to borrow some money so that you can buy a whole pair of pants?" Or, <laughs> which was their way of passive aggressively saying, "Don't ever wear That's ripped cool. <laughs> jeans ever again." Well, first time Lori wore pants when she played drums. Remember that? She was, she, and she was hidden. She was hidden, and they freaked yeah. out because she had, she's <laughs> like, "No, uh, uh-uh, I am not wearing a skirt." And you knew. <laughs> You knew what you were going to be wearing when you showed up, and others will notice it mm-hmm. as, as over-underdressed due to the nature of whatever event that you're showing up to. Yeah. But when we read this thing in, in Colossians, I, this one thing comes to mind, because I believe that there are people that will take this, and they'll, they'll not really clothe themselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience per se. What they will do is they will clothe themselves with a form of it so that they can be so they can lord over their lives and how they project themselves to other people. And I need to say this just as we read this. Pride will poison your perspective. Yeah. Pride pride will poison your perspective. We say yes to a lot of things in life, but very rarely do we say yes to, 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 to clothing themselves or ourselves with these qualities. Yeah. Right? Because it's a difficult thing to do. It is. If, if we're being honest, man, and, and we always try to be uh, honest on, on this podcast, it's not always easy to be compassionate. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy to be kind. Uh, it's not always easy to be humble. And let me tell you why, because the majority of people will say, well, oh, so you, you just deal with this thing of, of knowing you're so great. No, 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 really. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. The hard part about humility is carrying this false sense of humility where you diminish who you are, or who God has created you to be. Therefore, it, it becomes a, sen- a, a sense or a form of pride or insecurity. Mm-hmm. Insecurity is not humility. Right. Being confident in who God created you to be and the fact that every good thing that is in you is from God and God alone, that's humility. I'm going to be honest and real right now. I struggled with insecurity, and that kind of ruined our relationship, Matt. Okay. I'm going to say that. Let's go. Say it. We were really good friends, and I started struggling with insecurity, and it was because I was insecure in my marriage. Mm. I was insecure in my life, Mm. and I let it, and it let it, it bled out where I was, I was, projecting it and it ruined really not just with you but with other people ruined relationships left and right thank god that's you know god has restored that and we're hanging out and talking and all that good stuff absolutely man back to back to where it was like almost like no no time left but but it it insecurity will kill yeah yes insecurity will kill a call Mm -hmm. that's good that's good yeah and wouldn't you say would you say that insecurity is a form of pride yeah in a way 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's dive into that, right? Because because the only reason that you would be insecure would be because you don't feel like you you hit some up. some whatever level you measure up in whatever way, right? Mm-hmm. And so, in in saying that, you're saying that it's yeah, it's because of me. It's it's about it's about me, and I've been insecure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we've all yeah. struggled with 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 insecurities in some way, shape, or form. I've especially been insecure in the church. Oh, just dude. because of like where I come from and being not being raised in church, not knowing knowing anything about church. I I love, you know, I dove into the Bible and I dove into kind of like the historical aspect yeah. of things because I like history and I started to really dig into all this stuff. But whenever I would be around people that were raised in church, like even my wife, my wife was raised in church. She's got pastors in her family. All of this stuff. I say, well, you know. Yeah. I remember I would always caveat things. God would speak to me, and instead of being confident and say, man, I heard from God, and this is what God said, I would say, you know, I know, I, I know that I haven't been doing this as long as you, and I know I haven't, I know that I, I'm not probably as, as good at being Season, a Christian yeah. as you, but God said, that, which completely disqualified yeah, what you, God was doing in that moment. When you yeah. preface what God is saying to you, you're kind of diminishing what God is saying to you. Yes, yes. Say it louder for the people in the back. Mm. It's so true. It's so true. It's crazy because I think it's just, it's the form, form of stubbornness too. like um, <clears throat> your insecurities. You don't feel like you're, you measure up, you know, mm. and it's kind of like, it's kind of this prideful thing too. It turns into when you're that insecure because you don't think you measure up or man, uh, you know, I didn't do that right anyways, or I'm not good at that, you know? Yeah. And so it's this insecurity, but it, it beca- starts becoming this thing where it's just, there's some stubbornness in that yeah. too. You know, yeah, and and it and it's just this turns into this pride thing, like insecurity and pride are the in that same you know will. Well, it's, it's saying I I don't think I did a good job. Yeah. No, you did great. Yeah. Oh, I did. Well, thank you. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, living for the like. Yeah, living for the like. That's the social media era. It is. It and is. You know, man, I only got I only got three. Uh, oh, oh, Andy. I didn't get any care care emojis on my Facebook post, and he doesn't have a microphone today, so it's driving him crazy. We can talk about TikTok <laughs> and Facebook and all these other things. It's gonna drive him crazy. No, I'm not gonna do that because he'll edit it out of the episode completely. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, and 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 that stubbornness happens because then we need to humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because when you deal with that, you have to humble yourself, and you have to either you have to apologize, you have to acknowledge it. Oh my heavens. If I have to acknowledge that, sometimes it's very hard because why? Because I, I put pressure even on myself to be a particular person or a particular way, carry myself a certain way, be able to have answers or whatever, right? And then we carry all of this stuff ourselves. And if I have to say I'm sorry or admit that I'm wrong or whatever, I guess I don't have a problem saying I'm sorry, but it's admitting that you're wrong that's hard, yeah. you know? And that's humility. That's a humility issue. Yeah. Gentleness, patience. And, and for those that have prayed for patience, I'm sorry. I've done that too. I'm sorry. I told the first pastor I ever had, I told him, man, I prayed for patience and nothing seems to be going right. He laughed in my face, yeah, yeah. out loud in my, got to face level and laughed at me. And he said, uh, why did you do that? And I said, well, because I want patience. It says, pray for these things. You know, if you want them, he goes, you didn't think that if you prayed for patience, God was going to give you every opportunity to respond with patience? Yep. And I said, no, that didn't, uh, <laughs> that didn't cross my mind. I was kind of hoping it would be like a Matrix and Neo situation where I would plug into God and he would just download this patience to me and I would be done. But that's not how it worked. Nope. Yeah. It was like everything that could go wrong went wrong. It was Murphy's Law immediately. Yeah. And, uh, and we found, found myself uh, then not having 
uh, or clothing myself in compassion, <laughs> kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, but instead clothing myself in, uh, in judgment, meanness, pride, uh, aggressiveness, and short-temperedness. <laughs> short-temperedness. Yeah. That was from the book of Delgadillo, <laughs> chapter 2, verse the book of verse three. The book of hesitations. The book of hesitations. That's the good one. But we, we, we're called to clothe ourselves like this. And, and it's interesting because you look, you look a little further there, and you, you go into chapters, uh, or chapter 3 still, verses 13 and 14, because that's, that, that's verse 12. It's talking about you clothe yourselves like this. Mm-hmm. Immediately following that, verse 13 says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> you 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 mean? Let <laughs> <sighs> me pinch my nose and oh my goodness! What now in the Greek? Help us now here, Pastor Pastor Bart, mm-hmm. Reverend Bart. <laughs> in the Greek or in the Hebrew, what does that word "anyone"? What does that mean? What does that translate to? I wonder. Uh, means anyone. Anyone. Frick. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyone. Make allowance Anybody. for each other's faults because we're human. Yeah. And forgive anyone, every single one who offends you. Offense. Mm-hmm. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. The Bible yeah. plays too much sometimes. Yeah. And this is above all, here we go again. Clothe yourselves with love, mm-hmm. which binds us all together in perfect harmony. We can look around and we can see in not just society at large, but we can, we can even look at the church oh. at large and we can see that we are not all of us bound together in perfect harmony. So if that is the case, then it would stand to reason that we have not quite chosen mm-hmm. the right outfit yeah. for how we're living. Yeah, I love this, man, because there's a reason why this is followed. You know, this follows clothe yourself. Because all of these things uh, he talks about, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive. And he's talking about forgiveness. He's talking about offense here, you know. Yeah. And when we think about offense, um, we're offended. We're not showing compassion, kindness, humility, <laughs> gentleness, and patience. Right. We're actually doing, like you said, the opposite of, of these things. Exactly. And so it's interesting how he's focused on forgiveness and offense here. Um, with our brothers and sisters in Christ, you know. Yeah, and what he, and when he says make it make allowance for each other's faults yeah. and forgive anyone who offends you, he knew what we were going to deal with because yeah. immediately, no, when somebody offends me, I don't want I don't want to forgive them immediately. Honestly, no. my, my my gut response is I want justice. Mm-hmm. And yes. so, what's the next line? Mm-hmm. Remember, the Lord forgave you. <sighs> yeah. Do I want justice for myself for all of the things that I've done? Mm. Nah. I would prefer God not give me swift justice because of a stupid decision that I made or because of a selfish decision. We, that no I one made. would be on this earth, right? Nobody. <laughs> He's like nobody. Hey, everybody. Where's everybody at? <laughs> Filled with yes, there was. There just there was this one person that was born with all of these things that decided to make the choice to clothe himself like this, and that was Jesus. Yeah. Beyond that, it would be no people yeah. on this planet. <laughs> You've never had to teach a child how to say mine, Mm-mm. but you got to yeah. teach them how to say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Why? Because they're born with this innate thing of selfishness. Yeah. And I'm going to get what I can I'm because I never know yeah. what I might need. And, and, and all of these things, 
defending ourselves and all that kind of stuff. If you, I heard, I heard a preacher say one time, it, you cannot have God as your defender and choose to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to choose. Yeah. Are you going to defend yourself or are you going to allow God to be your defender? And the crazy thing is, is more often than not, when you allow God to be your defender, what you will see is not necessarily a swift justice upon the person that has wronged you or whatever. But what you will see is you will see a reconciliation between that person and God. I offended some people one time from the pulpit. What? Oh, that knows me. We've never offended anybody from the pulpit. But I offended some people when I said, Jesus does not need you to stand up for him. Mm. Hmm. Because we always hear, stand up for Jesus, stand up for Jesus. He needs us to stand with him. Mm-hmm. No, he needs us to stand or stand up for him. We need, he needs us to stand with him. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not about standing up for him. It's standing with him. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's, what, that's clothing yourself. Right. And, and, when, and that's the thing, too. Yeah. Uh, the, the phrasing here is very intentional. Yeah. It's very, very intentional. God will not dress you. In the things mentioned in Colossians, Mm -hmm. we must learn to dress ourselves. Mm -hmm. Says, clothe yourselves Mm -hmm. with these things. God does what only God can do, and he wants us to be able to do the things that we can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's so good, man, because this is all a decision that we make. Yeah. This is a decision to say, hey, I'm going to be kind today. Hey, I'm going to show humility. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm, a, yeah. I'm going to show gentleness. I'm going to be patient. I yes. don't want to be, but it's a decision uh, that you make in your mind when you're offended or you feel like you're someone is like, yeah, it's like, Oh, I, I just got to be patient with this person. I got to love them. You know, I got to be gentle. Uh, yeah. And that is hard, but it's these decisions we make to say, Hey, I'm going to clothe myself today. We got to clothe ourselves in that stuff. And the prophet yes Isaiah say yes to the dress, man. The prophet Isaiah in <laughs> chapter 61, he said, I'm overwhelmed with joy uh, uh, in the Lord, my God, for he has dressed me. Yeah. He has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and he's draped me in a robe of righteousness. I'm like a bridegroom dressed for a wedding yeah. or, or a bride with her jewels. You're incapable of clothing yourself in salvation. Mm-hmm. Only yes. God can do that. Yes. You're incapable of clothing yourself in righteousness. We will never be righteous enough for God. Only God can do that through Christ. We can't save ourselves. We'll never be good enough to proclaim our own righteousness. But God clothes us in those things by his grace through Jesus. And Jesus is read. He read from this passage in Isaiah 61. Mm -hmm. And then he fulfilled it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, he read from this specifically. And then he went and completed it. He was God. He was man. He did what only God can do. And he was an example to us in how to clothe ourselves in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, and love. So God clothes us in salvation and righteousness. Then like a bride or bridegroom, we put on our jewels. Yeah. It's up to us to accessorize. (laughs) (laughs) Say exercise? That too. (laughs) exercise yourself and put clothe yourself. These jewels are valuable. They can be described as compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, and love. God does God's stuff. He invites us to make the choices that honor him after that. But God does God's stuff. And I think, you know, the reason why maybe a lot of times we have such a hard time is not just based on our humanity alone, because that's a lot of it. Yeah. Humanity alone will keep you from, you know, leaning into the default nature of what we, you know, I still have, I still have a little bit, I'm not going to lie to y'all, I still have a little bit of I wish somebody would in me. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem because I only got about maybe 
four or five fights left in me <laughs> overall for the rest of my life. I maybe four or five. One of them I know is going to have to be my son when he gets just before he gets bigger than me. I'm gonna have to fight him just to establish dominance one <laughs> last time. I want to be there when that happens. Just, he'll probably be, he'll probably beat me. <laughs> he'll probably win then. It'll be a bad day. But you know, there's there's still a little bit of that wish factor in me for stuff, and that's that's not good. That's that's a bad thing. And I think the reason why though is not just our default humanity, but there is something else that we have to clothe ourselves with. First, and the word of God actually speaks to this specifically. It says that we need to clothe ourselves or put on is how the word describes it. Put on Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, that well, the love in that in Colossians, yeah. I just looked it up because I'm a nerd and I have this stuff on my laptop. Let's go. Is, is agape. Oh, yeah. It's God love. Clothe yourself yep. in that God love. It's not the normal love that we think it, we think though, mm-hmm. but it's the agape love. It's the clothe yourself in that God love, which means that overreaching freely you've been given freely give. Yes. The great. Right. He's talking about grace there. That complete, that complete love, love. Mm. That is so good. And you, you can't, you cannot. So you can't agape Mm-mm. unless Jesus gets involved. That's right. So we have to put on Christ yeah. and we have, and, 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 you know, I think that that is a decision that we have to make sometimes moment to moment, right? Where, where, where we are, uh, we have to invite the Holy Spirit to lead us, invite him to the table because the Holy Spirit, we've all heard it described and listeners out there, you've probably heard this where the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Holy Spirit will not force himself upon anybody. God will not affect your free will, our free choice. He will not do any of those things. And so it is sometimes a moment-to-moment situational situation. <laughs> He's a gentleman that brings chaos. Yes. Oh, absolutely. He Because he has to jack up your thinking yes. in order to get your attention. Completely messes up the self Yes, for the cause of kingdom. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, I, I love that he's a gentleman with chaos. I that that says these are there's all kinds of t-shirts happening right now in my mind. It's, <laughs> Register and, trademark market. Yeah, Andy loves it. <laughs> so does Eli. When we talk about look at that, our director, producer, and our editor, they've all shaken their head no at me because I mentioned because <laughs> I mentioned t-shirt. It's just let's just see how many buttons we can press I guess right now. Let's, let's just make oh we need to still make the devour t-shirt too. The yeah. devour. <laughs> the devour. So <laughs> when we when we think about this, Daniel, what 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 comes to mind when you see this, you know, idea of putting clothing ourselves with this and allowing God to dress us with what God can dress us with? I think I go back to this um to this verse, man. It's it's uh offense because I think um, a lot of us um, we live in actually I, I could say this it's 2020 I think 2020 was a year of offense cancel culture <laughs> I think people in 20, 2020 was like the year everybody just was offended by bro any little <sighs> thing you did anything you said 
You can't, you can't say the right thing at all in 2020. It's happening right now. There's <laughs> people that are nervous yeah, right now in this room. Is. It's like, oh my gosh, what is he going to say? I'm okay with this. I don't, I don't know. No, I'm okay with this because the truth of the matter is no, nothing, nothing's ever going to get better in, until you can talk about it. Yeah. You got to be able to talk about everything. Somebody say, oh, well, that thing, this is off limits or this topic is off limits. No, it's not. We got to be able to talk about everything or else we're not going to make humanity better. We're not going to make this earth better. We're not going to make this world a better place to be in if right. we can't talk, if we're afraid to talk about anything. Right. And that's not going to happen. But yeah. I think, yeah, people have been getting offended yeah. for a long time. But yeah. 2020 didn't help. It didn't, it, it didn't help. It kind of exposed a lot. And yeah. It's I almost it. like a spirit of offense yeah. has hit the earth mm-hmm. in this, this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think and that the spirit, I think it's a natural, I think that the spirit of offense is a natural spirit to follow a Jezebel spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And I think that what happened is the precursor to this offense that we're seeing or that we've seen kind of magnify is that there was a Jezebel spirit that had first infiltrated the world Mm -hmm. where people then were making choices so as to not displace their own comfort because Jezebel was married, right? Mm -hmm. And her husband just wanted to keep the peace with her because Jezebel was crazy. (laughs) Jezebel was crazy. She, she would kill, she would kill you. She would kill you. That's just who she was. But this Jezebel spirit wanted to have everything that she wanted to have, and she wanted to have it her own way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was how that was, and everybody then placated to her that was surrounding her, except for the prophet. Mm -hmm. The prophet came, Elijah came, and and she had a problem with that Mm -hmm. because he was not complicit Mm -hmm. with her. And when something is not complicit with with a Jezebel spirit, Offense soon follows, and then after offense, there's there's yeah. there's a multitude, a myriad of, of of other things that will follow. And there, it would be folly for us as as believers in Christ, and and for us as ministers of the gospel, mm-hmm. to overlook the spiritual aspect of things that have that have happened mm-hmm. uh, within just this past, really the past few years, right, right. but seemingly magnified because 2020 has been yeah. months of us locked in. You know, some of us, we've not been able to go a lot of the places that we would normally go, not have been able to do a lot of the things that we normally do because there was the pandemic and there's all kinds of other things happening. Right. Yeah. And and it can be very easy to want swift justice mm-hmm. when you see all kinds of other things happening. But you you can't do X, Y, Z, but you see people doing A, B, C. And, and it could be so yeah. easy to want justice or it could be so easy to forget that we have been called to clothe ourselves with kindness and with compassion and with love and with humility and with yes. patience that we should put on Christ, that we should be reflective of the love of God, the agape. Like it can be so easy mm-hmm. to forget these things mm-hmm. and to want to hate people with the love of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's just not yeah. how this thing works. Yeah. And I, I don't think a, a lot of us don't know how to make allowance for each other's faults. A lot of us don't know how to forgive those who offend us. Um, we don't remember that, hey, man, you were, you were, you offended, you know, you were in that same boat. The Lord forgave you for what you've done, you know, so yeah. forgive others. And so I think this whole year, and, and yeah, it's been going on, but I think being the, the last episode of the year, I think we can say, man, how do we, how do we get away from offense when we're offended, when we're feeling that? I think this is the answer. It's, it's Colossians 3.12. Yeah, you know, put on put on a gentleness, compassion, humility, and and I, I like that we're talking about insecurity too, because offense is a form of security, insecurity mm-hmm. as well. Right. 
And, I, and we were talking about that earlier. And, and these are things that we need to think about and do. They're decisions yeah. that we have to make. Yeah. It's not just going to happen, you know. Yeah. Well, you talked about Jezebel. And you always see the plus and minus of God. Mm-hmm. You have the ap- opposite. The opposite of Jezebel is Haggai. Yeah. Where he goes for the woman who, yeah. and she leaves, and, and he brings her back, and she leaves, and he lets her. Yeah. Unlike unlike, the guy just lets her, but still marries her. But he let this guy. I think he just let her do what he did and stayed in his room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just let her stay in his room. He stayed. He's like, go do what you want to do. No, he kept going after her and coming back. So that's the opposite of that. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's where we are here. Where you, where where we. He's like, clothe yourself in righteousness, which is the opposite of, of offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, and, and I think that um, we, we, we need to remember this, you guys, and, and, and uh, that, that the statements that, are, that, that we're making here, we're talking about, we're talking about scriptural things here. Mm-hmm. We're, unpacking, we're unpacking the word of God here. There are people that are listening right now that, that could be offended because yeah. of something that we've said. But, but can, I just, can I just speak to you just for a moment? The truth offends people. Yeah. Okay? The truth, you know why? Because there are not a great many truths. Truth is, is exclusive. Truth is an exclusive situation. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. He gave us opportunity by saying, I can show you the way to the truth that will give you life, and it's me. So for us to have these discussions, we're not having political discussions here. We're having scriptural discussions. And so when we bring up things that are happening in the world, it's not because we're trying to politicize anything. It's because we're trying to point to the word of God because church, you forget Mm -hmm. that while you see all of the things going on that you disagree with on this planet, you forget yourself Mm -hmm. that the people that may be dealing with those things do not know Jesus, and it is up to us, the church, to clothe ourselves with these things so that we can share with them what the love of God truly is. And the truth, full of love and grace seasoned with salt, yeah. is neither do I condemn you. Yeah. Go your way and sin no more, mm-hmm. but neither do I condemn you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we forget ourselves. Yeah, we do, because Jesus walked around, man, and... And he, the level of compassion that Jesus had for people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where this gut just burden, this, this just weight. When he saw people sick or when he saw people even in sin, mm-hmm. even even the prostitute, he had compassion, you know, because he, he, can, he saw further than what, than what the human thinks of. He saw deeper. He saw the soul. He saw the spirit. He saw the real issue. Yeah. He saw a person who was broken. And I think for us, there's so much that happens in the world, and we sometimes we forget to to get to think with compassion and and be led with compassion for people in our world. You know, we just think about the politics of it all sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder when Jesus bent over to write in the ground. Yeah. If when yeah. he said you've got sin, cast the first stone. If he was kind of hoping they would ca- they would drop their stones, but stay. Yeah. And want to discuss what he was talking about. Yeah. But instead, they walked away. Yeah. And, and see, I, when I think about that too, I think about what was he writing. I feel like he was writing, okay, Pharisee Kevin, this is this is your great sin. This is your secret. All right, Pharisee Tristan. And Kevin was like, I'm not going to stick around. I have, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm going to stay here and see what he says about Keith's sin. 
Pharisee Keith and Pharisee Kevin. They have weird names. You see, we don't ever talk about the names, but they did. They had weird names. Um, but when we when we look at this stuff, man, and when I look at the world, my listen, if if your heart is not breaking, instead of getting angry, and I'm preaching to myself really yeah, because yeah. there have been moments where I have been angry, where I have seen people need. Hey, people, you can't go to church, but you can go to the strip club. You can't go to church, but but you know you you can you can go out and you can you can riot and loot and 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 I understand the reasonings behind some of these things happening, but I'm going to say this too: there are also things because we're human, because we're people. There are people that just hijack movements and situations mm-hmm. yeah. and make it about themselves too. It has nothing to do with the movement. My agenda. That's the, that about. it happens everywhere. It right. happens in the church. It happens in the world. It happens everywhere on the planet. That's how that's how human beings operate. And there are moments where I've been upset about that because I'm like, but I have a church and I have a church of people that want to meet and that want to congregate Mm -hmm. and we should be allowed to do that. And instead of being moved with compassion, I was upset and forgive me, God, for that. God, forgive me for that. Yeah. Because we look out at this broken, broken world. Mm -hmm. And if we are not moved with compassion, then we should not ever expect the miraculous. Yeah. Because compassion is the precursor to miracles. I read something this morning. <laughs> it's funny. It said how I've never figured out how Bill Murray got out of the Groundhog Day. And somebody responded <laughs> to this person that said is when he stopped making it about himself and start, started making it about helping other people mm. is when he got out of it. And I was like, that shows so much about where we are now, what we're yeah. living in now in regards to the pandemic and different things. Is is if you stop making it about yourself and start making it about others, this too shall pass. Because yeah. I guarantee you, this time next week, next year, next week, I wish it was next week. This time next year, if the three of us are sitting in this spot again, yeah, I guarantee you the <laughs> COVID. <laughs> it's just going to be something we're going to laugh at. It's going to be a crazy season and yeah. a crazy situation that we all had to walk through. But we will, how easy we forget every single season that we've had to deal with. Mm. It is. It's very, very easy, easily uh, forgettable. And so practical tips, man, if we could just leave you with this uh, to our Chicken Scratch Gospel listeners as we end 2020, be kind. Don't try to go around proving points. Allow yourself to be moved with compassion. Yes. Be patient with people. And most importantly, love one another well. That's all the time that we have today on Chicken Scratch Gospel. That's all the time that we have on 2020. That's all we're giving you, 2020. We're done with you. Follow us on social media. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go love like Jesus. We're out.